Good afternoon. From a passing game standpoint, obviously on your home, but obviously he's a known commodity, and we'll push forward toward the weekend. Obviously, without facts, evidence, reason, logic, an understanding of science, these are good things. Obvious. Black bears weigh between two and five hundred pounds. Brown bears weigh between 300 and over 1,000 pounds. This is your victory. And welcome to The Obvious here, episode 165. No Tyler today. He sus. Decided to schedule plans over it. So, yeah, you know, we'd, we'd do this without him. I don't know, when's the last time we've done one without a host? It's been a hot minute. Yeah, not that oh, I can remember. Wow. Right, same. <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing it for you guys, the viewers, the listeners. Yep. If Tyler was content, exactly. mainly doing this for Moose. But yep. <laughs> we love you, Moose. <laughs> and if Tyler was here, we probably wouldn't have done it. So and it's really just only because he's gone that we're doing it. So. Honestly, should have just invited Moose on the podcast tonight. That's actually probably what we should have done. <laughs> I know he's just playing Warzone right now. Yeah, he's doing some shit. He's probably playing Warzone as he listens to this right now. He probably just missed a shot. Now that <laughs> we're actually talking he about He probably it. just got downed. <laughs> he probably just got downed. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> How the boys been? Bach, ACL, healing well. I saw you running the other day. That wasn't me. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's going good though. I mean, recovery's going good. I think I'm a little bit uh beyond what I should be at, like with the amount I'm able to bend it and shit, which is good. But I saw my surgeon assistant yesterday, and they want me out of work until the 27th of December, and I can't do that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't be gone that long. Cause that's fucking insane. Right at the start of busy season two. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually going to be going in tomorrow just to be there for a few hours, see how things are have been and what needs to be looked at and fixed or anything like that. And then um, I'll slowly start working my way back in um, probably next week. So. Okay. Yeah. You just take it yeah, slow. I can't, make sure you do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can't really be on my feet, which is the big thing. Like, if I was 100% desk work, I think mm-hmm. I could go and do it. But you know, that's not what my job is. So, you got to make gotta do. Actually, got to roam around and do shit. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um But yeah, 27th of December would. It's just not gonna work. Right. Yeah. And like. Yeah, just <laughs> don't rush yourself, bro. <laughs> I know that too. I, I just, I mean, like, I want you to go there, then all of a sudden, like, I don't know, just interrupts the healing, you know? Right. Because all of a sudden you'll have a bum knee for three years. <laughs> That's true. That would suck. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> they showed me photos when I went to see uh, the surgeon assistant. And they're like, yeah, this is where your ACL, like, they took pictures inside my knee when they're doing surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where your ACL usually is and should have been. It was just obliterated. Like, there's nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was sick. So they showed me after when they, they took they took my hammy this time and, like, sewed them together or something to make it thicker, like an ACL, and put it in the spot. And everything looks good, so. You took a chunk of your hammy? 
Yeah, they took a little bit of the hammy. So your hammy's also in recovery? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hell yeah. <laughs> hammy hammy hasn't given me too, too many issues, though, so that's good. Hammy's like, it's not the first chunk that's been taken out of me. <laughs> hammy, Hammy's held up just fine. So. <laughs> there you go. None of McGolden can't fix. Hey, cheers to that, cheers brother. Cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking is nice. I definitely missed it, but I have to have been taking it easy still, so. Yeah. Yeah, I would have bet you would have felt a lot less pain if you would have kept on drinking. Dude, me too. <laughs> Can I actually just be drunk during the surgery? I don't even want to go under. <laughs> yeah, don't even put me under. Your blood's <laughs> just so thin from it. <laughs> yeah, so you're bleeding out. <laughs> no, when they give me the IV before surgery, they're like, wow, you're super dehydrated. Like, I can't be the two years of Goldens I've been drinking. <laughs> I actually haven't had a drop of water since 19. <laughs> I only drink Pepsi or Diet Coke and McGoldens. So. Yep. DCs and Goldens, baby. Yep. Maybe some gamer fuel every once in a while, you know, just to keep the vibes up. Dude, I need to get that again. That show is actually kind of nice. I got a monster sitting some in the fridge. I'm just fuel. debating when I want to drink it. I'll probably save it for Saturday when the U.S. takes on Netherlands. The you know, yeah. we did it so, against all odds. <laughs> my work hit me with today. We just got an email from our boss saying that on Saturday, on Saturday we're going to be opening up at 9 o'clock yeah. for the game. Is that bad? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have to open bartend for it, so that means i got to be there at like 7, 8 o'clock <laughs> to open everything up before that. But, like, I'm just thinking, like, that's got to be, like, the best vibes bartending. Because, like, it's just a bunch oh, of guys no, yeah. watching it soccer, will be. you know? If people actually show up for it, because we did the same thing for when the Vikings played in London. Mm -hmm. And we had, I think, two people show up. There you go. I think this yeah. will be a little different, though, because, like, people can watch football all day, you know? Like, most people usually plan the days around getting up at noon but like this is the world cup man it happens once every four years and like i don't think a lot of places will be opening that early for it like i'm looking like i've been looking around no. here and like i don't think I see a lot of places opening up at 9 a.m i mean maybe i just got to go on their websites and check out but, but yeah so we're open up at 9 a.m which i mean there'll be more money for me i'm not really gonna complain about it mm -hmm. too much it's just me, instead of thinking, oh, I'll have a nice easy five-hour shift from 11 to 4. It's no, nine to no, four. it's, yeah. Oh, no, an eight-hour oh. shift. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> On a Saturday? <laughs> but no, what a dude. nightmare. But no, I'm excited. So then I, like, at least I'll be getting paid to watch the game. Right. So that aspect I won't, I won't be able to complain mm -hmm. about. I just need to go cop a USA jersey now so I can wear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, it's, I still got my 2014 World Cup US, USA jersey. <laughs> Put that on the other day. I had like four stains on it probably from when we were playing soccer back in the day. And, it, and stuff <laughs> like that. But nah. No, I got like one of their training kits from like 2018, a red one. Yeah. But it fit me about 30 pounds ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Nah, dude, I was, it was so hype watching that game though. Like I was just on edge of my seat the whole time. I'm like, God, dude. If oh yeah, I was I was working during it, but I still probably ended up watching like eighty minutes of it. Right. I was just sitting outside watching the game. 
And then, of course, the one time I had to go back and do something, I missed a, I missed our goal. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, the five minutes that I missed of the entire game, I miss our goal. Was it popping there when the game was on? Not, like, there is, besides just your soccer fans. Yeah. It was nothing like it would be during a Vikings game or anything. Okay, that's fair. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully you guys do get good attendance. Hopefully, it's worth it because I'm amped up, man. We got Netherlands, and I don't think, like winning that game is that unrealistic like no, it's absolutely that's what not. people have been saying like oh my god netherlands is so good i don't think they're any better than england right like realistically they have better players but i don't think overall they have a better squad no though i don't even think they have better players or a better squad than england and i think the only area that they might be better at is defense I don't know. Big ass Lapper. Yeah, with, with old they big old Virgil. Van Dyke. <laughs> they got big old Virgil back there. Right, but they, they got Vir- <laughs> they got Van Dyke. And, like, even he's having a tough year this year. But, like, outside of Van Dyke, like, who's, like, the who's like the notable studs on there? Like, I guess you got De Jong. He's decent, right? He's, he's, still, he's pretty freaking good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous going against Gakpo. Yeah. I think yeah. Gakpo might Does expose our goal? defense. Yeah, you might expose our defense a little bit. He was kind of a young player to watch going into the tournament. Like everyone's like, this will be the guy who will probably come up. And yeah, like even before three games, even before he was tear- he's tearing it up with PSV. Okay, but yeah, like I think that they got a pretty good squad overall. I mean, they got Bergvin, Nick. Yep, your old boy Vincent Janssen. Yeah, Depay. Yeah, <laughs> Delit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying they got a bad team. Yeah. I th- I think uh, I don't know. In, uh, what what the USA had advantage against um, England Iran. is that Iran, Iran. <laughs> well, against England in particular, it's like England's midfield is like not that great. But like Netherlands has De Jong and some other guys. I'm trying to remember who their other midfielders are. But particularly like De Jong's a stud, yeah, right. And like so, like containing him and like making sure he doesn't take over the game and give guys like Gakpo and stuff like that not lit, which is like what England's been having to do. Like Kane's been having to drop deep like he does for Tottenham and give the outlet to like Son and all those guys, but for Tottenham. But then he's been doing the same yeah. for like Rashford and Saka and Sterling for England and but this is gonna be a different game I don't know it'll be it'll be definitely be tough um I could see us I could see us winning like I, I don't think that it's like I th- obviously I think Netherlands have better odds but like I think like if anything like this is close enough like a Netherlands has a 55% win chance and we got a 45% win chance like I, I don't think it's that crazy mm-hmm. is it a, I also don't is, think it's, it's, is it ahead, three games two games it's one just game. one game. Yep. Single, single, single like, in. Anything can happen, man. It's a knockout oh, rounds next. Yeah. It's knockout rounds next, and it is sixteen teams knockout. And yeah, it's it's win, and you just keep going. If we win, we face the. If we win, we face the winners of Argentina and Australia. Yeah, Phil is so saying he can't wait for Argentina. USA to shit on Messi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, I was uh, telling my coworkers if we got to the final and beat England in the final, I'm going to get an it's called soccer tattoo. Yep. So, Netherlands is the minus 115 favorites. That's 
not bad. Like that's pretty close, isn't it? Like I mean, we're plus we're plus three thirty. Yeah. Good. It sounds like a good time to put a bet on the good old Fucking... land of the free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn. Right. Where, who can, who, where can I play some bets? Let's go to oh, Vegas. Yeah. Vegas quick for yeah. <laughs> Just play some bets to come back. <laughs> the USA out of all our whole group stage, I don't think we've started our strongest squad yet either. Like I understand. Um, what's our manager's name again? Craig Ball Burhalter, yeah, Burhalter, yeah, Greg Burhalter. Yeah, I understand not starting all your best guys so that way we can bring on some good fresh legs in like the 60th minute. But there's no reason to have Gio Reyna be getting only like eight minutes so far in the World Cup. I, I think the big thing is too is like in the group stage, if you get two yellows, you're suspended a game, and yeah. that's like. So you kind of had to like swap some guys around and stuff like that, and it's also a big, big thing. Obviously, is tactics and what players can play, mm-hmm. what against like, against uh, Netherlands. Like we're not gonna not want to have Tyler Adams and Weston McKinney out there. Like those no, guys, those guys have starting. to start because they have to be able to shut down, um, De Jong, right? Yeah. Um. So, but uh, Weston been balling. Yeah, him and Tyler Adams have been balling. Like they've been studs out there. Like McKinney, he could, he should have had like two or three goals by now. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, the big question for USA is: Is Pulisic going to be healthy by then? He said he will be. He's like, I'm yeah. playing Saturday. He's day to day. Yeah. <laughs> if not, then I think we start Brendan Aronson at wing. I think Brendan Aronson's one of our best subs that we put on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he looked good Can't against uh, Iran. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, then I was like, I didn't even really know who Brendan Aronson or Tyler Adams were until I was watching. Until I saw Arsenal versus Leeds. Yeah. And I was seeing, and then I was watching Brendan Aronson, and he was just like, even though we drew that game, mm-hmm. he was piecing our team up. And he was an absolute workhorse and dog. And same thing with Tyler Adams against us. I was just like, damn, these USA guys, we're actually doing some shit out here in the prep. <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing happened in the face Tottenham. I think the game ended 4 3 Tottenham, but mm-hmm. they I think each had an assist. I was like, okay. Yeah. We kind of got some ballers over here. What's going on? Oh, yeah, they're doing good. And then Leeds also has a USA ma- or American manager, Jesse March. Marsh. Yeah, yeah. Hope they stay up just for that. <laughs> I think they are. America's I think they got team. a good – yeah, they got a good enough squad too. Leeds, United States of America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, no, yeah, World Cup has been awesome to watch. That last game, I was biting my nails for the whole fucking thing. You guys see the uh... – you guys watch the Argentina, Poland, and Mexico, Saudi Arabia games. So mm-hmm. Poland ended up qualifying via via goal differential because Saudi Arabia scored in like the 96th minute against Mexico. But up until that, the Poland and Mexico were even at four points. They're even on goal differential, which is the next tiebreaker. They're even on goals against which is the next tiebreaker. They're even on goals scored, which is the next tiebreaker. And then the final tiebreaker was, it's called fair play points, which is who has less amount of yellow and red cards. So essentially a yellow card is one point and a red card is four points. And then they combine those and whoever has the lower score is the other, is the next tiebreaker. And Mexico had like seven. And I think Poland had like six or something like that by the end of the game fair play points so poland was qualifying via that 
But if, for say, Mexico didn't get scored on and Poland got another yellow card and they're even on fair play points, the next tiebreaker is just a draw. They literally draw who it's goes like flip on a coin. next. Yeah. Oh, I'd be so pissed about that. <laughs> right? It's just like that's fucked up. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. So, um, at that point, you bring the two teams together and do a fucking PK shootout just real quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> just something. Yeah. Um, if you flipped a fucking coin, I'd be pissed off. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, that's how Senegal didn't qualify out of the group stage last World Cup because. Uh, because they they because of the fair play points, like they that's how they that's how they didn't make it out of their group because they I can't remember who made it over them but had better fair play points, like score. So it's like Jesus. Like I would that, be so pissed if that happened. Right, especially if you miss it by like one yellow card. Like who's the one guy over here getting a dumb yellow card? Like yeah, why why are you doing that, bro? <laughs> but then again, like you don't normally think that that's gonna happen, but. In a three game in a three game group, like it easily happened. Like we've seen it already a couple times. But I don't know. It's exciting. This World Cup has been a ton of drama. It's been really exciting so far. And tomorrow we've got some really good games too. So I think we got Hell yeah. Belgium, Croatia tomorrow and Belgium are frauds. They are frauds. Oh, did you see all the stuff with De Bruyne? What he said? No. No, what happened? So before last game, uh a uh, reporter asked De Bruyne, like, hey, do you think you guys can win the World Cup this year? He's like, no, nah, 2018 was our year. We're too old now, he said. And then they went and oh, lost. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then they went and lost his next game. And he, like, threw – he, like, played, like, a 0 out of 10 game. And they lost to Morocco, I think it was. Or, yeah. <laughs> and uh, now they got Croatia in their last game. But apparently at the end of the game, there is, like, a physical altercation between, like – Vertonghen and a couple others and like De Bruyne and Hazard and stuff like that like <laughs> in the locker room like off the field and I think Vertonghen said something like yeah <laughs> we've only let up the defense only let up two goals this this World Cup like maybe our offense is just getting a little too old you know because yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> De Bruyne is clearly talking about the defense because it's Vertonghen, Vermaelen, and Toby all the wheeled back there just a bunch of like 35 year olds you know <laughs> but uh yeah and uh, then, no <laughs> yeah so vibes are hot in the Belgian camp right now going into a game against Croatia to try to get into the group stage that's toxic <laughs> Right, and I don't think they Croatia's good, you know. Like they went to the last World Cup final. Like, I it's not gonna be easy for them. So, oh, it's been a lot of fun to watch. So, <laughs> well, here we can uh, we can shift over. I got a I got a would you rather for you boys. All right. We. Okay, which of these? No which of these would you have during a zombie apocalypse? So I'll give you guys some more context. Spork. Um, <laughs> the the <sighs> zombie type, they're fast zombies like World War Z. World War Z, not, de- not Walking and, Dead. And some features of these zombies. They're immune to rotting. The zombies will not decay. Okay? And here are your options. You can get a magical backpack that can store an unlimited amount of items being lightweight. And these items are like things... Like, it's an item backpack, right? You can't, like, put a car in it. You know, it has to be stuff that can actually fit in a backpack. 
That well, you can what put kind of horseshit backpack is this? <laughs> um, you get a handgun with an infinite amp, or you can have a handgun with infinite ammo, no reload. Yes, you can choose what handgun it is. Like if you want like silencers on it, extended mag, whatever, a decked out handgun. Uh, it's a handgun, so yeah, that's a possibility. Um, you can have a car with unlimited gas. Yeah. Uh, or you could have virus immunity. If bitten, you will not be infected, but zombies will still attack you. Thing is, uh, the virus is supernatural. You are the only person in the world immune to the magical effects of the plague. So, like, you can't use this virus as, like, a cure. Uh, or you can't use your blood as, like, a cure. Uh, another option is a teleportation device. You can instantly teleport one mile away from danger. <laughs> can be and can only be used three times a day. Okay. Yes. And then the last. Is that? What's that? Sorry. Uh, no, keep going. And the last option is a secret base with ten years of food and water. Yes, you can choose to build your own base any way you see fit with free internet, unlimited electricity, power. The only thing I'm limiting to you is ten years of food and water. That's it. Dude, give me the fucking free base. <laughs> the world's gone to shit. I get 10 years of fucking free Netflix and food and water and whatever I want. That's how I'm living the rest of my life. Fuck uh -huh. that. Yep. Close second would be the teleportation <laughs> in, in, in a survival scenario. Right. Like if I was able to travel a mile away at any given moment, that'd be an easy call. At three, three times a day. But yeah, give me a fucking secret base. That's cookies. You have everything set up for you. 100%. I think I'd take this for 10 years. Too. 10 years, right? Like, it's a long time. That is a long time. Like, humanity might be over. You might be the last dude left. <laughs> right. Wait, is the internet fiber optic? <laughs> yes. You got to think these servers are going to be pretty small. Oh, yeah. But... Give, me, give me these, God. Give me that base, son. Bring <laughs> <laughs> my Nintendo Switch and fucking grind in for 10 years. You'll beat Pokemon every way imaginable. <laughs> yeah. I get a complete shiny Pokemon Pokedex. Fucking <laughs> log that would take you. <laughs> Ten years, probably. <laughs> Ten years of doing absolutely nothing but playing Pokemon. Yeah. Takes uh, you ten years of one day. You're like one Pokemon short and you die. I'd be fucking pissed. Right. I think I'd take the base. I mean, I think, I mean, obviously I'd probably bring other people into the base if I could. Hopefully nope. it just doesn't get overran. I One guess, yeah. person, that's five years. Three people, that's three and a half years. It's like... <laughs> yeah, I did. Be careful. I can't bring a female in there because inevitably you're going to procreate, right? And then all your food's gone. And plus they're snackers. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all the yeah. snacks. Well, that's true. Oh, my. Snacks, I didn't even right think over. about this. <laughs> No, three meals a day ain't enough for them. They're going in there. They're, they're, they're cracking down the Cheez-Its oh, right away, man. I didn't even think that they'd cut into my food supply. Yeah. I was thinking they'd be extra food. Because you know? uh, <laughs> if it was just for – because it's 10 years just for you. Yeah. So, yeah, each person you'd bring into there, it would cut it in half. Oh, God. But would you take, like, another person for five years? Take five years off of it for another person? I'd I'd like just insanity? so hard. I'd, I'd make 10 years stretch to 15 easy. <laughs> I could cut my rations. Yeah. That's fair. That is fair. First but year then I'd... if all three of us had bases, we'd put them all right next to each other. We'd build underground tunnels. Yeah. Boom. 
Because yeah. then you could put them wherever. We'd all have internet. And then we'd all be just playing three-man COD lobbies. <laughs> <laughs> By ourselves because nobody else had bases. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe I'd let you two have the bases, and I would just be... You guys would be like a mile apart from each other, and I'd take the teleport ability, <laughs> and then I'd teleport in, steal food, teleport out, <laughs> put it, put it up in my ever. tree, teleport into your base again, take more food, teleport out, put Maybe it back in my tree. Maybe that's what we gotta do. We gotta have like one of us takes the base, one, one takes us, the gun, one takes, one like... takes the backpack, one <laughs> takes the car. <laughs> yeah. So then we can store as much shit as we want, drive wherever we'd want. Car might not be a bad idea, though. I unlimited mean, unlimited gas, you can go around, loot all the supplies you need. Until your tires pop. That's yeah, there's true. tires everywhere. No one's using cars anymore. You just gotta know how to change one. I, I got AAA. <laughs> <laughs> What's the car insurance like in this unlimited gasoline car? <laughs> How much do you have to pay a month? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, Five I mean, pounds a week a month. You think about the magical backpack, too, though. Like, you can store unlimited amount of items. Like, How many loaves of bread could I fit in an unlimited in a magical backpack, you know? How many cases of Coors would I be able to fucking stash in there? That's so true. The sad part about the apocalypse, beer would all be flat and gross and it would go bad. Alcohol, hard alcohol would be your only option. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> unless hey, you, Whitney, here I come. Unless you brew your own little homebrew system in the base. Big brain move. Mm -hmm. How long do you think it'd take before you'd go just absolutely insane? Uh, 17 days. <laughs> yeah. I really, this is fucking stupid. This is like Groundhog's Day, but I'm stuck in the base underground. Yeah, I think it would Nobody. be. My base would have to have windows. If it was underground, I would go I would go stir crazy. If I had. Kind of like at the top of a mountain or something, I don't know. Right. Yeah. If I had internet or like maybe if I had like a library, you know, like you can customize this however you want, like a library with a bunch of books. Maybe I could go, like, half a year, you know, stretch it out just by, like, keeping my mind occupied, like, reading books or something. But, yeah, not being able to talk to someone, like, I'd maybe, I could read, maybe I I try could to read make... the Aragon series over about ten more times before I get bored. That's true. Yeah, see? And you haven't even started in Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. Hey. What any Magic like Treehouse books are there? That's a lot. I'm saying. <laughs> Captain Underpants coming back. <laughs> Reread Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Oh god! All of them. Didn't that actor in the movie kill his mom? Not the main actor, but it was like one of the side actors. Everybody thought it was the main guy, but it was one of the side actors. Yeah, ended up going crazy and killing his mom. Yikers! That's like the. Uh, you guys see that one TikTok star? He got he got famous doing like the, like the Skyrim NPC. Videos. Yeah, and he killed his girlfriend or something like that. Killed his like girlfriend that, and her mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or his mom. It was his mom or her mom, but I can't remember. It was, yeah. It it's was something shit like that. So, safe to say he's not. His videos aren't doing very well anymore. <laughs> I think we're what, just, yeah. What's Cancel up with the... Too far. Do you guys know I show speed, right? Yeah. He's hilarious. Like... I feel I can only take him in little bits though, because it's like so much energy in that guy. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. lot. <laughs> Every time I see a clip on it, it's just the dude's always on fucking a thousand percent. I know. <laughs> I don't know how you could like. I mean, I don't know how you could like keep that energy up for like a whole stream. 
the first time I heard about that guy is when he fucking lit his house on fire with fireworks that he let oh, off. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, what's <laughs> the fireworks? It was a can. It was candles on his cake that he thought were normal candles, and then he lit them, and they were yeah, like sparkler firework candles <laughs> on there that oh, somebody no. sent to him and started lighting his room on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's a five D chess move by that viewer or whoever sent him that. Like he's not even gonna think about these being sparkler candles. Next thing you know, got him. Yep. Yeah. No, I love I love watching. Or I was watching some like highlight reels of Speed the other day, and he's a huge like Ronaldo stan. Yeah. And he was watching Messi highlights, and he broke character. I'm just seeing how good like me- seeing how good Messi actually was. He's like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. And then he was like, wait a minute, fuck Messi. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like yeah, <laughs> I I think I saw that. I saw one too where he met like a fake Ronaldo guy and he thought it was actually yeah. Ronaldo. He was like, Ronaldo? <laughs> was like, no, it wasn't Ronaldo. But, uh, if, like, the handgun with infinite ammo, I don't know if I'd, I don't know. Like, okay, virus immunity, I'm kind of surprised, like, the low amount of people in the poll didn't take that one. Like, it's like, if bitten, you will not be effect- infected, but zombies will still attack you. So, like, the immunity is nice, like you won't turn into a zombie, but you could still die in other ways from zombies. So, yeah, look at Rooster. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, you see Barney in the background. He's over here just chewing on absolute, the couch. Absolute, absolute Chad right here. <laughs> what a lad! I didn't realize how small he was. I thought he was a little bigger. Speaking about viruses and immunity, you see what's going on in China right now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They're they're like making pods, and they're put they're so, making COVID quarantine pods, and they're throwing people in. Well, did you see what, what? happened though? Uh. Uh-uh. So they're still on a zero tolerance lockdown with COVID. So essentially, what would happen is like if there's one case of COVID in like an apartment building, that an entire apartment floor or apartment building gets locked down. Jesus. So they did that. And everybody was, like, locked in their apartments. Mm-hmm. And then an apartment fire started and killed, like, a dozen people because they couldn't get out of their apartments. Mm-hmm. And now there's mass protests going all over China. Not just isolated, but they're saying this is the biggest protest that's, that have been going on in China since 1989 and the Tiananmen Square incident. Oh, Jesus. And this is even, and this is even bigger these protests are even bigger than that right now because that, like, the, no like the, it's, it's people all over China. like saying like down with the CCP <laughs> and like get rid of communism and stuff. Uh Oh, so yeah, China's in a little bit of a turmoil. See what happens right there. now. I just read yeah. 1984. I know it usually doesn't end well. <laughs> no, <laughs> Tiananmen Square didn't end well. <laughs> you show, well, what's crazy about the amount of censorship that they have there is if you go to somebody in China and you show them a picture, like somebody that's our age, and show them a picture of Tiananmen Square and the incidents that had, like that man standing in front of all the tanks, mm-hmm. they'll have no idea what that, that is. Yeah, yeah, only people a certain age know. Yeah, only people that actually lived it and people outside of China know about it. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's scary <laughs> yeah. so it's really we real about our lockdowns yeah but i and like something like that i believe uh there's like obviously like you kind of see everything through the uh 
American lens when you're looking at media and stuff like that on China. Like, I don't know, like, how much of it, like, obviously, like, you got, like, the lockdown, like, like the quarantine pods and stuff like that. But then the, you see, like, some crazy stuff, like, people say about China, all over in China, like, they can't even, like, Google certain things or something like that. They don't even know about, like, this thing happening over here. It's like, oh, well, it's okay. Like, I feel like there's so much internet. Like, uh, there's so much on the internet. I, I guess I just, maybe I just can't comprehend it. I don't really know. And it is, I don't know. I don't know what it's you like over there. can't comprehend <laughs> the fact that the CCP tried to pay off Google to for them to build their own separate server for China so they could control it. I can comprehend so then, that. So then Google got sued for billions of dollars about over it. <laughs> Why do Google this? They're just a private company. They're just they're just making money, man. Because it was it like um, violated some human rights issues, oh, okay. or something like that. I guess that's fair. It was like yeah, that man like Microsoft. Speaking of that, uh, circle back around soccer real quick. You guys watched the documentary at all on the on FIFA's corruption scandals in 2015? Uh, made it like. Forty-five minutes and one night before I fell asleep, but it was pretty good. Yeah, I watched the first episode last night, and I was like. Jeez. Like, I remember it happening, like, that was, like, when I was first getting into soccer, or, like, pretty new to soccer, and, like, didn't really know all the politics and stuff around all that, so I was like, okay, this, everyone's making this seem like a big deal, I don't really understand it, but now after, like, like being, in, like, following soccer a bunch more since then, and then I'm not watching that, the first episode of it, I was like, oh my god, like, it's been corrupt since like the seventies, man. Like this is yeah. insane. Like, <laughs> well, of course, the day before the documentary comes out, the old FIFA president, Sepp Blatter, says, "Yeah, Qatar should not have gotten this World Cup." Yeah. Did you guys see like four hundred people confirmed deaths in Qatar From building the stadiums? Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Apparently, the numbers i've seen i've seen 400 i've also seen like 1500 i think i've also seen a few thousand <laughs> i'm just like yeah. i don't know what to believe but it's yeah. a guessing name because they're probably never going to release the act like the official number of how many people died because oh, no, yeah, i've seen all, something where it's like only <laughs> no <yeah. laughs> jesus christ <laughs> i mean probably let's be honest oh but, yeah. no <laughs> no no but, but yeah because you, you've then I've seen people say only like two people died, and then you yeah, have seen four hundred people die, and then you yeah, have fifteen hundred. I saw died. a report today that said confirmed between four to five hundred. Mm -hmm. So if it's confirmed for that number, Stulp's number of two thousand could be, you know, could be right. Well, it's a, uh, uh, I, I thought it was funny in the World Cup. Like they're like, yeah, we're here at Stadium One One Nine Seven. <laughs> like, like y'all don't even have names to these stadiums because these stadiums were just built within the last two years. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> made on shipping one, containers one. too. Like they have, they're just numbering all their stadiums. <laughs> it's like that's kind of funny. Don't even like, but like the last, like at least the 2014 World Cup in Brazil, like they're playing at like actual stadiums. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I found that kind of funny. But yeah, yeah I'm not surprised. Right. But it's all yeah. What's up, Phil? <laughs> All right, what are you guys' thoughts on Christmas music? I hate Christmas music. I love it. Especially the Philly Special Christmas album. I was about <laughs> to say, my favorite album is the Michael Bublé one. I think that's just kind of everybody's favorite. But if the rest of the songs on the Philly Special are going to be as good as the one that was released, that album's going to be a banger. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. Jordan Vialata. No, yeah, actually it actually surprised fell. me on how good Jordan Vialata, Jason Kelsey, 
the what's the other Lane guy? Johnson. Was, yeah, Lane Johnson. How good they can actually sing. Obviously, it's going to be auto tune and stuff. But you, I've seen videos of Jordan Mialata singing raw, like unedited. And no, he has some fucking pipes on him. He's actually he was on the Masked Singer. Yeah, and he, he should have went a lot farther than he did. That dude actually can fucking sing. The other guys are getting carried for sure. Oh, Jason yeah. Kelsey, Jason Kelsey can vocal or like harmonize and everything, which is cool. But like Jeremy Lada is fucking the real deal. Like he could have a singing career. That's hilarious. No, yeah, like because I was I was listening to it, and then obviously Jordan Mailata's um part hit, and I was like, this sounds professional. <laughs> like this sounds professionally done. Like what the hell? What does he play? Like what position is they're he? all they're all offensive he's, linemen. Oh really? Yeah, he's, he's the offensive left tackle. tackle. <laughs> yeah, left tackle, Lane Johnson, right tackle, and Kelsey the mid, um the center. Center. Yeah, they all just came together and made an album. Old man Kelsey. Just Dude's buy. still the best center in the NFL. There you go. <laughs> I'm not. Oh. Miles had a I don't know enough about offensive linemen to know, <laughs> but I know Kelsey's been around for a while, and people consistently put him up there. So, yeah. And uh, all the pro proceeds from the album sales and everything will be going to charity. So it's yep. just a cool thing that they're doing for, you know, the culture in Philly. And everyone, I hate when people are like, "Philly sucks," or they're just fan bit, or they're. Their players are scum. Their coaching staff scum. Everything. And it's just like you guys are just all in those narratives. Yeah. Like fucking Jason Kelsey is probably one of the coolest and nicest dudes in the planet. Right. Yeah. I've been. Have you been listening to the New Heights podcast at all, Bob? Dude, that's one of my new favorite podcasts. It's with um Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey. No, they just had Patty Mahomes on Mm. the last one. They had Jalen Hurts on one. It's 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 a cool podcast. It's funny as fuck. Yeah, when you talk about Philly, it definitely comes down to the fans. Remember what I put, what did I share with you guys about Ben Simmons, where he's like handing out scholarships and he's making sure his name oh, yeah. isn't on him because people won't rejected. accept him. People yeah. are rejecting <laughs> scholarships because they have his name on him. That's savage. That's that might be a little too much. <laughs> Imagine getting like a two thousand dollars scholarship for school, and you're like, Nah, it's got Ben Simmons on. Fuck that guy. I can't take that one. Right. Yeah, that's all too far, but fucking Ben Simmons is fucking sucked. Philly's different. Philly is different. <laughs> Alright, so I have an Am I the Asshole here. Thought this will be interesting. So, uh, Am I the Asshole for using flashcards to explain to my brother and his wife why they can't bring their rainbow baby to my wedding? Yeah, um, a rainbow baby. I don't know either. Uh, my fiance and uh, my fiance, female and I, male, are getting married. We decided, the, we decided the wedding is going to be child free. No hate towards children, just to keep it more organized and contained. My brother Chris and his wife have a three-year-old son who who everyone calls Miracle, a rainbow baby. He came after several failed pregnancies for that lasted for years. When they found out that my nephew was included in the no children rule, they tried to convince me to make an exception for him. Chris told me his son is a miracle baby and his presence at the wedding will bring blessings for me and my fiance. I refused and, I, and said, oh, no, the wedding is child free. <laughs> his wife kept sending my fiance pics of my nephew with his, when, his, when he was months old. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just had a stroke there. When he was months old, I told them no and to stop. My brother told me this might cause a rift in our relationship. I again said no and explained that the wedding is child-free. He asked again and pointed out his, how his baby is different because he's a rainbow and a miracle baby. I, I again said no and explained that the wedding is child-free. They brought it up when they visited 
at my home, and I knew they, were, they weren't going to stop, so I made flashcards in advance with the phrase, the wedding is child-free, period, <laughs> and pulled them out and started slowly showing them the flashcards one by one in this order. The wedding is child-free, period, with a huge black dot sticker in the last flashcard. <laughs> They both were stunned. They both were stunned. I asked if they get if they get it now, and Chris had lost his shit. His wife had already grabbed her stuff and walked out. Chris called me an asshole for doing this and said that I disrespected him, his wife, and their son, who's my one and only nephew. He rushed out after we argued. My fiance saw the whole thing and thought it was funny, but my parents <laughs> and Chris are livid beyond measure. They're telling everyone about the amount of disrespect Democracy had displayed towards them, and I'm being told to fix it. Fix it, in quotation marks, now. Is he um, the asshole? <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> I don't think he's wrong, but the flashcards <laughs> might have been a little too far. Yeah, I think the flashcards might have been a little too far. But I also think that his brother and his brother's wife, his sister-in-law, they're a little blinded by the child saying that he's special and different because he's a rainbow baby. Every three-year-old that I've met is the fucking same if they're a miracle baby or not. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. What They call it the terrible twos for a reason. Right. Like, you know, they're just a mess. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and I know when I have a wedding, it's going to be kid. F- There's not going to be any kids there. either. <laughs> That's for yeah. damn sure. Yeah. Especially like, if, if, especially if our friend group has kids, like by the time when any of us get married, like the kids will be like one, two years old. <laughs> you yeah. Know, max. Like, I think it'd be different. It feels like teenagers, but no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But no, but yeah, yeah I don't. I, I don't think, think this guy's the asshole, and I think it's hilarious that he, he chose to do flashcards. Yeah, and I don't blame him either because he repeatedly told them no. Yeah, and they kept and they were trying to like guilt trip him into allowing their son to come. And he's like, okay, well then this is how we're gonna do this, and he got the flashcards ready and said no, and then they just left. That's I mean a, when yeah when they said. I mean, I think it's funny as fuck. That he's flashcards, but that's probably not the best route to go. You could have just had a conversation at that point, like yeah. in person around family. It sounds like, like they hey. already did. <laughs> they just kept whatever. I don't know. When yeah. I when he said that when he said that his brother and sister said that the child was gonna bring a blessing to everybody because he's a rainbow baby. Uh-huh. That's where I'm just like, okay, now these parents are just acting like assholes. Right, right. Because one. It's a like I understand. After failed pregnancies, you ha- you finally can have a kid. That doesn't make your kid any better than any other kid, yeah. and that's what they're essentially making it seem like. You should tell that to the future kids, teachers, and principals. Once the parents freak out if he ever gets in, if they ever get in trouble, right. or if they get bad grades, like this is a fucking rainbow baby. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I guarantee you, that kid's gonna be absolute menace and like. 10 years because everything's going to be handed to him mm-hmm. and he's never going to be told no. Right. <laughs> yeah. See, here's the first comment. Well, I suppose you could have used hand puppets instead, but flashcards, <laughs> the flashcards seem to have gotten the message across. It makes me insane how some parents think their little bundle of joy should be allowed anywhere, any when, any time. And that no, that, that no never applies to them. It's pretty clear they are, we're going to run this horse right up to the altar, not the asshole. 
<laughs> Mupp and Muppets, that'd be hilarious. Jesus. Uh. <clears throat> well, yeah, I thought that was a banger. Uh. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Person is definitely not the asshole. 100%. I agree. Well, we were talking a little bit about football. How we feeling? How we feeling this time of year? Eagles number one. Y'all pulled. You, Packers made it interesting, but y'all did it. I was surprised. It kind of spread. Kind of surprised they put thirty-three points up on you guys. Aaron Rodgers is slinging or what? Dude, I, I didn't watch the second half. No, CJ Gardner Johnson got hurt and it's such a big yeah. loss. It's um, actually so crazy how up. much that mattered at the end, like in that game. Well, yeah, and it's not like our rookie did bad. I mean, he got he picked Aaron Rodgers off, mm-hmm. um, but he still only had two snaps of offense the season before that. Mm-hmm. Um, so losing the dude with the most picks in the NFL, who's like our heart and soul in defense, like our heavy hitter, our kind of like our current Brian Dawkins or Malcolm Jenkins, is a huge <laughs> L. He's but... got a lacerated kidney or something, mm-hmm. so he'll be out for a bit. Um, so we'll see how that affects the, the rest of our games, but, um, offense looked great. Um, obviously, um, I was critical on AJ Brown's fumble, but after the game was over, it was revealed that he's been sick all week and he's lost like eight or nine pounds from throwing up and popped a blood vessel in his eye and from being sick. So he's, he's out there playing with an illness. So, yeah. um, can't be too critical on that. And you know, um, yeah, 33 points isn't ideal, but, you know, Jalen Hurts putting up 150 yards rushing and over 150 yards passing. That's something that is a rare feat in the NFL to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do think, like, every week that goes on, Jalen Hurts keeps winning us these games. <laughs> um, like, he, like, it's crazy the, the massive leap he's made between last year and this year, and like how many games we, you know, especially like after seven and all, we had a seven and all, we had a huge point differential, and since then it's been minor. I think after seven and all, we've only had a, like eleven point eleven point point differential, and it's all because and we're winning these games because Jalen hurts. Right. Like Jalen hurts his bucket making plays. He's keeping us in the game. Yeah. Um, and I'm just happy that we literally have a franchise quarterback at this point. So. Absolutely. I, you know, that's really it right there. <laughs> as long as Hurts is healthy, like you guys are pro- probably the number one Super Bowl contender out of the what, out of the NFC. Like I don't, I don't really see it any different, unless somehow yeah. Tam- Tampa Bay gets their crap together. But I don't. Now they I mean, last against Cleveland. Honestly, like it's probably you guys won, and then like I don't even. I mean, I don't even think it's how far is it stretch to put like Cowboys two, like looking at the rest of the NFC or Vikes, right? I mean, like. I mean, I know Vikes are eight and two, but like we just got stomped by the Cowboys. We got stomped by you guys. Granted, you guys for second game of the year, but like we got throttled by the Cowboys at home. And like, Cowboys are. I mean, you guys faced Cowboys. It was wasn't Dak, right? Well, it's 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 the most interesting story with the Cowboys (laughs) in the last five years. They they do super good against really good teams in the regular season. And they just fucking suck against bad teams. That's yeah. So I don't know if like the Vikings and Cowboys matchup again. I guarantee it wouldn't happen the way it did that first matchup for you guys. For sure. Um, especially if it's playoffs because they are chokers in the playoffs. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, obviously they're good. Um, we'll see if they add OBJ or not. I know that's a big hot rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, OBJ goes to the Cowboys. Um, that's obviously a big addition, but mm-hmm. it can't make that much of a difference. Um, I still think the Vikings are their hot contenders in the NFC. Um, other than that, I mean, Giants still look good. Washington's been looking good. Like, Washington's if the, been looking good. <laughs> if the whole NFC East makes the playoffs, I would fucking... I don't even lives. know, man. That'd, That'd be, be nuts. That would be nuts. I think I'm. That's what I was saying. I was like, I think I said it last week on pod. I was like, Washington's. I think literally like one quarterback away from being like a really good team in the NFL. Like if the I, like Heineke, like he's not. I mean Heineke wins, right? Like that's not gonna take you anywhere, right? Unless you no, got they're like well a super coached. Ridiculous... Ron Rivera is a good yeah. coach, um, but I think part of the reason they're playing so well is just because they're rallying behind. Heineke. Yeah. And so, it, like I said last week, it's an underdog story that players play harder behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody likes him. So, um, I kinda, don't know. It's kind of like Case Keenum. Right. Here, you know? Right. So, yeah, that's fair. So, I don't know. It's a special year for them. I think they're building some good locker room um, presence and personalities. And, yeah. And you got so, a guy I like did, Ron Rivera, too, like you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're they're looking good. Giants still looking good, even though I think they they lost. They they have a bye week last week. Uh, I think they had a bye, but remember. they lost the week before. Yeah, yeah, they lost. The, I they think lost they're the, slowing down. Yeah, a little bit, but they, they still have a hell of good record. We we still face them twice this year. Yeah, the the only thing with the Giants is like I don't know, if, like how many times have they put up even closer over 30 points this season like yeah they don't have a lot of weapons on the outside yeah other than saquon like saquon's her offense right now literally he's been carrying the offense on his back yeah (laughs) but i don't know man i feel fucking fantastic at 10 and 1 that that doesn't happen very often in nfl doesn't matter what the schedule looks like doesn't matter which team you're playing 10 and 1 is fucking impressive so same same with 8 and 2 that's a fucking hell of a good record so yeah, Kevin O'Connell. He's two, two wins, of nine and two. Are we? Are we eight and two? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Nine and nine two. And yeah. Two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You guys turn on. Yep. That's right. Um. Yeah. He's two wins away from the at least our franchise record for most wins by a rookie coach. Um. I think previously it was eleven and five. Can't remember what his name was, but yeah. Can't ask for any more, <laughs> right? Yeah. For a first-year coach. Yeah. So, <laughs> and Jeff, Jeff, what do you mean? We could be eleven and zero right now. JJ this year has put himself down as the number one wide receiver in the league. I would say. Yeah, like he's been which is huge. carrying us. Yeah, like, that man's gonna get paid. He's about yeah. to get like a two hundred million dollar contract, highest paid non-quarterback player in the league. I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to like. What do we pay him with though? Like, I feel like you'd have to trade him everything you got. <laughs> no, no, for sure, but like. Like, did we get rid of, like, a Dalvin Cook or something like that? Yeah. Like, right. Yeah, 100% I would. I 100% would for JJ, you know? Um, but this is <laughs> – yeah, it will be interesting. Yeah, we have to pay him. Like, he's about to whatever, – whatever's the most we can give him, mm-hmm. we have to, right? Like, he's, he's literally been carrying – he's been putting our offense on his shoulders. Yeah, like, there's been so many times where <laughs> freaking Kirk has just said, fuck it. Justin's down there somewhere and <laughs> just know. yeeted the ball over there. That was literally the second half against the Bills. 
It was yeah. like, it's like, well, JJ's somewhere, even against the Patriots, too. It's just like, mm-hmm. he's just some, he's, he's over there. He's, I don't know. Patriots game, that was wild. Like, the ending of, like, the catch or no catch was at a touchdown. Should it have been? All hit the ground. All hit the ground. <laughs> I need to watch it again. I don't know. But I'm going with the ref's call on this one. Yeah, balls were <laughs> deflated. Bill Belichick couldn't control it this time. Exactly. Mm. They're overinflated this time. Kirk did mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, NFL's been a ton of fun. What's up, yeah. Bill? I got a conspiracy theory. All right. Uh-oh. I'm going to share my screen. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. So the Titanic never sank. Did they just find it? It was <laughs> the <laughs> biggest case of insurance fraud ever. Yeah. <laughs> literally, don't didn't they find it? Allegedly, no, no one so knew weird. what ship that was. They just, just showed us fucking just watched my damn presentation, <laughs> <laughs> and you guys' minds are gonna be blown. <laughs> All right, here's the background to it all. The White Star Line was the company that made the Titanic. Their main rival was the Cunard Ship Company. They owned the Lithuania and the Maritania. If any of you guys know the history behind the Lithuania, it was the biggest passenger ship at the time that got um, blown up in World War One. That nice. essentially brought the United States into world into the World War One. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Yep, so they were the largest passenger ships in 1906 and 1907. White Star countered this by commissioning the Olympic, the Titanic, and the Britannica. The Olympic was the first ship that was built and faced a series of non-successful voyages, especially in its fifth trip where it crashed into a military vessel which put White Star Line (laughs) at fault and the Olympic returned to port with an extensive amount of damages and needed repairs. White Star was owned by International Mercantile Marine Company, a company that was bankrolled by J.P. Morgan. That's J.P. Morgan. All right. (laughs) Now here's some of the facts behind it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So the damages of the Olympic were were causing a lot of economic stress that insurance would not cover due to the lawsuit being brought against them. Now, the Olympic and the Titanic were nearly identical ships, with the exception of the nameplates on the front and, and, or of the ships, minor cosmetic changes on the inside, and the spacing of one of the rows of the portholes on the outside. Now, remember that. Okay. Workers of the shipyard, a lot of this part's a little bit hearsay, but workers of the shipyard <laughs> of Harlan and Wolf in Belfast said that ships were swapped. Oh, and yeah. then one of the seamen's, one of the seamen names who are name of James A. Fenton also said that the ships were swapped. And this is an excerpt from one of the letters that he sent to his son. He said, when the surviving crew got to the port, they were all taken aside and met by two men, one in a high position in the company. And the other was a very high position in the government. The government man read the crew, the official secrets act explaining that if they were told or if they told of the real reason for the ship's sinkings or the rumors of an insurance scam, 
that they would serve a minimum of 20 years in jail and would never get a job when they got out. <laughs> now, that was from a letter that he was like that he wrote to his son after he got back to the port. Okay. For, uh, from the ship sinking. Uh-huh. And then here's some shady shit that J.P. Morgan did. Uh-huh. That lizard. J.P. Morgan was one of or was one of the high-profile people that canceled his trip on the Titanic at the last second. <laughs> he claimed that he was of ill health when during that time he was spotted in France in perfectly good health. Another one was J. Bruce Ismay, a chairman of the White Star Line, also canceled last minute, only to have been recorded being in Wales on a family holiday. And then also J.P. Morgan had seven valuable bronze statues removed from the ship one hour before the ship left Southampton. <laughs> Coincidence? I Coincidence? Think I think not. <laughs> Now, this is gets where it's a little crazy. The SS Californian. It was a passenger ship in London that somehow was able to find coal in the middle of a coal strike to allow them to, trans- to ship off. Uh-huh. And then when they left London, shortly after the Titanic left Southampton, it carried no passengers and only cargo. Okay. Within the cargo, it consisted of only blankets and warm clothing. But and then the SS Californian <laughs> did not sell any tickets to passengers for his voyage to Boston. As it was a passenger ship, was only carrying a cargo that were warm blankets and warm wait, clothing. Wait, is, is SS California, is this like the ship that found the passengers after the sinking or what? Yes. Okay, okay. So there's and it was context. the only ship that was within 140 miles of the Titanic. So that's the context behind the SS Californian. Coincidence? Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. <laughs> Is that they didn't have any passengers, didn't sell any tickets. Their cargo only consisted of warm clothing and blankets. And somehow they they're managed to get coal in the middle of a coal strike when no other ships were able to get, get coal. <laughs> Little too suspicious to me. <laughs> now. Oh, the feds. The feds. <laughs> J.P. Morgan, that fucking lizard. <laughs> J.P. Morgan was in favor of creating the Federal Reserve. The three main rivals that claim were Jacob Astar, Istor Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim. All were on board the Titanic and all <laughs> perished in the Titanic. <laughs> and there were the three guys that were against creating the Federal Reserve. Imagine the Titanic didn't sink. We wouldn't have the feds. (laughs) Now this is where it gets a little fucky. Remember when I said about the portholes and how they were different? These were the photos from the claimed wreck in the Titanic. So this just kind of shows where the portholes in the windows and everything were at. This is the Olympic. Oh my God. And this is the portholes in the Titanic. Are you sure they didn't just switch the names on those photos? You never know. <laughs> yeah. I pulled it off of Google Images. <laughs> you know what? This is enough to have me convinced, man. <laughs> but then here's also the same photos from the Titanic and the Olympic. That is actually kind of sus. Distance. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm going to look at Google right now. <laughs> In conclusion... <laughs> It was the biggest insurance scam and fraud of all time. 
I think Hill's actually onto something. The Titanic never sank. No, it was the Olympic. They swapped it out because of the insurance claims against okay, so, it. So where's the Titanic? It's still alive. It's still somewhere. That's the Olympic at the bottom of the ocean and not the Titanic. God damn it. Oh, my God. Where's J.P. The, Morgan? Where is the, he? The biggest piece of insurance fraud ever. I wonder how much money they got for that. And if the Clintons are listening to this right now, I am perfectly healthy. I do not have any mental problems. I do not plan on killing myself anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> Phil's cracked the case himself. <laughs> Phil, I think you got bamboozled. Wait, no. Go back, Phil. Uh, hold on. Because here's, here's an image. And those of the Titanic, apparently. Apparently... Apparently, we can't trust anything. They control the media. Here, that's true. It is from the Britannica. So, viewer discretion. <laughs> but here it is. Here's a image from the Britannica, Phil. And it does look like the portholes are unevenly spaced on it. Oh, it's because there's... Wait, go back to your images. Did they just take a picture of the backside of the Titanic for one of them? No. Because this is where the portholes lined up. That was the difference in the portholes on the Titanic versus the Olympic. Huh. I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> the Titanic never sank. It was you know the what? biggest piece of insurance fraud in history. There are two things that the obvious knows for certain now. One, Helen Keller was a fraud. <laughs> All right. And two, the Titanic never sank. Never sank. <laughs> that never, we know those two things for certain. You got the obvious guarantee on that. I'm so glad yeah. I was able to do this without Tyler being here so I didn't have to hear <laughs> and see some fucking pro JP Morgan bullshit. Yeah. He's going to be actually bummed that he missed all this. <laughs> That's a good one, Phil. I'm, good I'm one. on board. I have been sitting on that conspiracy theory ever since a year ago that we said we were going to do a conspiracy theory episode and we never fucking did it. You're God like, damn you know it. What? I will do it now. It's now the time to bring it out. <laughs> I love that. I'm on board. 100%. I know I'm not going to be on board of the Titanic. <laughs> Why not? I never say. <laughs> yeah, you might, you might have been already. I don't know. Maybe the Britannica will get in some insurance claims. <laughs> yeah, insurance fraud. True. Well, damn. Over an hour, boys want to wrap her up. Any outros? I got one thing. Oh, I don't one know thing. if you guys saw the the Instagram oh. message I sent you guys today about that '70s show reboot. Oh Ooh. yeah, that '90s show. The '90s show <laughs> with the grand grandkids in Red and Kitty's house with Red and Kitty returning as Red and Kitty. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Coming to Netflix. I hope they it's... got big shoes to fill, but I'm excited for it. Eric Foreman got recasted, though. It's not... Um... Did he? Yeah, Topher Grace anymore. And so did the so did the Afro guy. Yeah, because Danny Masterson kind of has some he's a cases he's a, he's on a pedophile. him. <laughs> yeah, he's got some cases on him. But is, is everybody Ashton, else... Is Ashton Kutcher coming? I think so. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are coming back okay. for it. I know Kutcher but has I... like a Netflix deal, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, but Topher brand. Grace isn't because he's he's doing like another show right now, Home Economics or something like that, that he wasn't able to uh, do. Yeah, 
Damn, that because of that. Yeah. I, and Fez? Fez won't be in it because he had some allegations. Yeah, Fez has some right? allegations uh, on him. I'm pretty sure. Man, yeah, Fez, Fez hides. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's tough. Gonna, so it's just gonna be the ranch 2.0, huh? Essentially. <laughs> but 90s. Oh, well, I'll, 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 I'll watch it. I'll, I'll, I'll see what the first couple episodes are like. <laughs> see what the vibes. Yeah, are, you, know? you know, I'm excited for it, man. Maybe they'll bring that 70s shows back to Netflix so they took it off. Yeah, I remember watching all that in uh college shit was a banger but yeah i'm excited yeah. for that one mm-hmm. that was one of those like late like nick at night shows that come on right mm-hmm. was that i think it was nick at that night. one george lopez home george, improvements freaking yeah every waking up like waking up on the couch at 2 30 in the morning to oh slow. Uh, <laughs> yeah every yeah. freaking <laughs> time i think he has a new show too Probably. George yeah. Lopez? Yeah. Probably. Man's That's raking funny. in the money. Yeah. Well, wrap her up, lads. Yes, sir. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Find us Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast, Twitter at The Obvious 13. Phil, what's your outro? JP Morgan's a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> you heard her here first. Phil does not want to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> I never plan on doing it anytime soon. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, everyone.